0: Neil Levesque, probably one of the true lifeguards, um, protectors left in New Hampshire, historically and academically, the first in the nation presidential primary. Neil Levesque, what does that say when the DNC tells their own director of the Democrats here in New Hampshire, don't tell your registered Democrats to vote, it's detrimental to what we want? What does that say, Neil?
1: I think it lends credibility to people on the other side who say that, elections are rigged by party bosses and that um, that they don't want votes to get counted. So what they're saying is, don't vote uh, if you're a Democrat, don't vote. We don't want you to vote. This isn't up to you. This is up to us. And secondly, they're saying we're not going to count your vote if you do vote in our national convention. So both things sort of lend to an argument on that we hear on the other side Uh, about these elections issues. And I think it's very unfortunate. But I also think, too, when – if you have a big lead, right, you're the president and you're leading your potential opponents, uh, that's one thing, right? But when you're down uh, in all polling that's being conducted in the key states that matter in the electoral process, and you're getting defeated – By everybody from the former president, former President Trump, to Nikki Haley at, I guess, 17 points, according to our advertising. And uh, when you're being defeated by the Republicans, then you're saying, hey, look, Democrats, don't vote. It's not up to you. We're going to pick that we're going to be the nominee. And when we pick, by the way, we're going to lose to the person that people are most fearful of. That's a very troubling situation you know i listened to an interview with phillips and i've heard
0: him many times before yeah you've had him at your he's college he's a very talented yep.
1: campaigner and he's he's very sober you know he says i voted with with biden this entire time and um i i just don't think he's ripe to be president in in 2024 and interestingly a lot of voters nationally agree with him
0: well Let's go back a little bit. I, um, I, does this DNC sort of muscling, telling New Hampshire Democrats what to do, what not to do, don't vote, um, is there a backfire there? Does it make Democrats want to send a message that if I want to vote for Marianne Williamson, if I want to vote for someone else, if I want to vote for Dean Phillips, if I don't want to write in Joe Biden or I do, I'm going to do it, damn it. Does it or, or as I asked Representative Phillips, Where's our New Hampshire federal delegation? Now Jean Shaheen, who I respect and like, US Senator, she I've known her for many, many years, but a regular on my show, welcome anytime, and I mean that sincerely, know her family. I would think she'd say hear about this and say to the DNC publicly, this is outrageous. Take this letter and stuff it. You don't tell New Hampshire voters not to vote. Where's the where's the reaction from leading Democrats here? No, I can't
1: speak from her, but I can say this that The egg on the face is going to be if next year at this time there's an inauguration with a Republican president, it's going to be a lot of Democrats are going to say, did we choose the strongest candidate? And, oh, by the way, we were told not to choose. What the Democratic Party is doing right now through the White House is they're trying to lower expectations. So if Biden does not win a writing campaign, they can wipe their hands and say, see, we told people not to vote. And that's what this was all about. So our people didn't vote because we told them not to. So they can they can conceal a, a, a defeat. Um, but that doesn't take away from the fact that if you're a Democrat and you want your party to win and you want to put up the strongest candidate, that could be Biden. But let voters decide that, not party bosses in Washington, D.C.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I don't know what, you know what, hey, 15 days to go, you know, uh, basically two full weeks. Lots going to happen here because you have one more debate, you got the Iowa caucus, and then the crescendo, the days leading up to the 23rd, we're looking forward to being very much all day in that night from your West Wing at the Institute of Politics, St. Anselm College, but just 15 days to go, Neil. When are you in the field next? When are we going to get another great poll from St. A's? What do you sense the next batch of polls are going to show, particularly between Donald Trump and anyone close to second, which I presume will still be Nikki Haley. I may be wrong. When when are you going to have another poll? What do you think is going to happen in the next 15 days?
1: I think there's going to be a whole slew of polls this week, and I think that's partly because of the fact that Christmas and New Year's keeps people away from polling. So they go in after Mm -hmm. that, and so the timing is right. And I suspect that Nikki Haley's trajectory, which has been uh, going up strongly, her expectations are low. Um, the expectations are high for the former president, and I think that her trajectory is going up. So I would sus- suspect that she'll be in single digits, but that's just a-, a gut feeling of mine. I think that the Sununu endorsement and other factors are really moving her. And so I think you could see sort of an upset here. And and if that were to happen, I think I think there could be uh, some national news that come out of New Hampshire again.
0: All right, Neil Ovech, the great one. Thank you, Neil. Make it a good Monday. I appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you, Jack. Good uh, timing. Some of the networks talking about this uh, Boeing and the airline story and what's going on. Our own Aaron Real, we've seen his radio national correspondent. I hope you had a good weekend, Aaron. Take it away. Good morning.
1: All right, Jack. Yes, this is a nuts story, but the latest we have on it is that the 63-pound, four-foot-long panel that blew off this Alaskan Airlines plane midair when it took off from Portland International on Friday has been found. It was en route to Ontario, California, 10 minutes into the ascent, a gigantic panel rips off towards the back of the plane. Yeah. Now, here's the miraculous part, Jack, the fact that no one was hurt, but even more miraculous, in an otherwise almost full airplane.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Row 26, the two seats adjacent to this actual panel that blew off, no one was seated in them. Incredible story.
0: Weird. And and then I Weird. love how, not love, but I just thought it was interesting, the head of the NTSB and Bob, thank you. Bob is now oh, famous. Yeah. Bob's backyard. He's a teacher what state they the, the the door landed in his yard?
1: In Port, right outside of Portland, Oregon. Yes. Yeah, Bob, Bob. Bob, good guy.
0: Bob Bob should start something real fast because everyone's thought who's Bob? He he has the door. Thank you, Bob. All right, oh. thank you.
2: <laughs> thanks, Jack.
0: Rory O'Neill, MC News Radio National Correspondent. I don't I don't know if Rory's up I don't know if Rory's up for the Jacksonville Jaguars head coaching job, but there'll be other <laughs> job changes today. Talking about Secretary of Defense, this hospitalization story is a little bit strange, Rory. Take it away.
3: It is. Now, we just had a gaggle on Air Force One with Admiral Kirby answering some reporter questions, but uh, still an awful lot of questions remain unanswered. It began back on December 22nd when Secretary Austin, who's 70 years old, went in for an elective procedure that required an overnight stay. So in the 22nd, out the 23rd. But on January 1st, exactly one week ago, he started experiencing severe pain. So he went back to Walter Reed Medical Center, and he's still there today. Now, what's interesting is that he went in on the 1st, but no one in the White House knew he was hospitalized until Thursday, uh, January 4th. So lots of questions about that breakdown in communication. The secretary has apologized, but members of Congress on both sides of the aisle say that is unacceptable for uh, the Secretary of Defense to be hospitalized without the White House informed of his condition.
0: Yeah, Rory, you know, just to speculate on how these things go, I'm sure that Kirby, who's a really good spokesperson, probably said in the gag on Air Force One that at no time do we worry that the chain of command on the Secretary of Defense's side was in question. In other words, if the president takes sick, you know, you worry about that. But the weird thing is, it almost sounds like, and I, I you know, getting a secondary complication, even if it's a elective surgery, which means it wasn't, mandatory elective could be anything from you know um i'm just saying this what's the, what's the term J dog what is it called the geriatric bypass you know there are different kind of surgeries you can get that are electric gastric bypass gastric bypass but the point is um it, infections are very common um you know people going for a hernia operation the su- the surgery can go successful and then they get a bad infection so sometimes those infections not the surgery can really be serious and it's out but the fact that he's still there for privacy it's, it's something weird there i don't I don't understand what's going on what why do they just come out and say what happened
3: well right uh and also we don't know what state he was in while at the hospital was right. he unconscious was he sedated or yeah. was he just there for observation they well, were concerned about cardiac complications you know that's the stuff we still don't know
0: well i i know one thing unless you're a really different kind of person most people are not alert and conscious on a surgery elective or not usually you're out you're out, you know what i mean you're you're not right, really, yeah, you're medicated.
3: Yeah. For when he went back in and was in intensive care, like what was his level of sedation, et cetera. Plus, my bigger question now is, you mean the president of the United States went four days without talking to his defense secretary when at there, all?
0: When there are two wars
3: going on. And we struck on Baghdad in the middle of that as well. Yeah, that's that's
0: another area, which, and not to get into conspiracy theories, that Valley Forge appearance by President Biden in Pennsylvania uh, where he went to speak, and Joe Biden, it's now almost making more news now than what happened, had to rush the stage to kind of, he was disoriented to kind of show him how to get off the stage. So you're not talking to your secretary of defense. Two wars, and you're right, the Baghdad strike. That's a, that's a bigger concern. Yeah,
3: so, that was, so the yeah. fact that the two of them hadn't spoken the whole week, I thought was more remarkable. Makes you wonder who's running the White House.
0: All right, thank you, Rory. Thanks, Jack. Tom Raffio, President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and Delta Dental Radio, author of the books, or books plural, but stories from the starting line, with an addendum. And uh, he always kicks off Mondays with some good news, and we had some real snow yesterday, Tom, knowing you, you were probably doing a snow trot in some running race. <laughs>
2: Well, actually, what we did was first of all, I skied Saturday, um, and I said, "Oh my God, we definitely need another snowstorm, so uh, snow period, so we got that, and ended up doing uh, we had to reschedule the race in Hoppington, which is a race for the granite State dog recovery, and again, just for a public service announcement, if anybody ever loses their Their dog, I mean, the Grand State Dog Recovery Group um, knows exactly um, how to go about finding the dog, and we had just gotten... The dog's right here, Tom. (laughs) That dog, yeah, well, well, I see him a lot, so I know he's not lost. So anyway, so just for my running friends, that race was moved from... Um, this past Sunday to uh, January 28th, um, and then this Sunday we actually have uh, in uh, Bedford the uh, Snowflake Shuffle. But but it was interesting the whole week, my whole week, because I did, for some reason, there was a lot of... Uh, veterans calling me I don't know if it's your 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 audience is wide-ranging and uh, being on twice maybe they hear it more often but we dr. Mitch and I took care of probably five or six veterans so veterans if you're in oral health pain and you're not eligible for Medicaid and you're not eligible for the VA then just give me a call at uh, 223 1300 and Jack they are doing a much better job now of leaving their phone number if they don't reach me um, a lot um, you know in, in person Um, the other thing you mentioned the book so um, the book's going like gangbusters Uh, the original version of the book which came out in June of last year um, had 62 runners interviewed, and then so many other people wanted to be in it. We created a chapter 12, a new chapter um, that just went on Amazon. Um, so there are 20, roughly 22 more runners, and that story from the starting line. And all the funds go to either uh, oral health for veterans or for the Tom Walton um, yeah. Scholarship it's funds. What you've done, yeah. So I, so my veteran friends out there, um, you know, keep in mind, you know, you may be eligible for the VA, you may have your own insurance, you may be eligible for Medicaid, but if but failing all that, just give me a buzz at two two three um thirteen hundred. And leave and your I, number
0: right away. And, and leave your number. And, hey, and it's I'm, Bill, and it's and Bob, my number is and then start with that and then Tom won't have to retrieve it after three or four minutes.
2: Yeah, but it's, but it's it's been really delightful talking um yeah. to all these people and and finally I just want to give a big shout out to someone that I've mentored for many years Ali Seco, who uh is one of the new city councilors that was sworn in last Thursday night and he he was actually uh, for, I'm not sure if this has ever happened before but he's first time council he was actually elected, you know, mayor pro tem, you know, so in case yeah. Um, the mayor's out of town, he, he would chair the overall meeting. So that's my good news, and I'm sticking to it, and I'm glad for the snow.
0: <laughs> Real quickly, because you love sports and you know business, uh, Tom Raffia, Northeast Delta Dental CEO. Bill Belichick, he's still under contract this morning, hasn't met and talked with the Crafts. If you had to say, is Belichick back or not as Patriots head coach?
2: I think he'll be back, and I think the way it will wow. work Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think the way it will work is that uh, wow. he'll give up. Um, he's smart. He doesn't necessarily want to. He's seventy-two. He doesn't want to start from scratch somewhere else. So he'll give up some of his uh, general management responsibilities. They'll put a good but isn't
0: that and then a big bill for him, a big pill for him to swallow. You know, giving up like the control.
2: Maybe, except that he'll still report directly to Kraft. The new GM would report directly to Kraft, and they'll still collaborate. And I got to imagine any successful leader. Yeah. Um, does know how to collaborate. So that's that's yeah, what I'm know, sticking you, with.
0: You know what, Tom and J-Dog, the, the, the problem is, no, not that it matters, Fox is going to have egg all over its face. That broadcast yesterday, they, they pretty much did it as Jay Glazier's story, Belichick's gone.
2: Well, of course, the there's whole so show. Ma- yeah. There's so many. There's so many talking heads out there. That's why, I actually, well, I agree. I'm just curious. Uh, they. They just speculate, but uh, that's what I I think. But I, I could well, be, you know, Rob, I could be wrong. A great instinct.
0: Now, real quickly, if he if he if he were to move on, say, you know what, I'm going to move on and take some time. Who do you think would be? there? Do you think to go outside?
2: Oh, I, personally, I would hire Brian Flores in a minute because he's he's worked for them in the past. He's been a head coach. Most impressive thing he ever. One year the Dolphins started like something like yeah, 0 and 5, and then he ended up almost 500. So that's that's where All I right. would go with. All right, Best see time. you Friday. See Take you Friday. care. bite.